Good morning. It's Friday, October 21st. Count your buttons day, of course. And who created this vital holiday? No one knows for sure. Ah, uh, but it's real. And that's something. Hey, did you know that the Button Makers Guild was officially formed in 1250? What am I talking about? A buttonhead like you? Of course you knew that. And now the news. Let's start with a story that became apparent pretty quickly. Liz Truss, the British prime minister who took office just 45 days ago, quit yesterday. She will go down in books as the shortest serving leader in British history. So mission accomplished. She said she will remain in office until a replacement can be found, with the Conservative Party saying that they would do that by the end of next week. In the end, it was her financial plan that caused her downfall. Welcome to the club, Liz. As her plan that included a series of tax cuts worried investors enough that it dropped the value of the pound and drove up mortgages. She quickly made a U-turn on that plan, and the countdown to her stepping down began. Yesterday's announcement, which came a day after saying she wouldn't leave, brought on a 1% raise on the pound. And in, hey, why don't you uh, take a page out of Liz's book here, Kevin, news. Council member Kevin DeLeon is still saying that he will not resign from his position after leaked audio showed him, the city council president, another council member, as well as a major labor leader in Los Angeles, making some incredibly racist comments about other members in a conversation over the redistricting of Los Angeles. As a reminder, the president and labor leader have resigned, and Gil Cedillo, the other council member caught on tape, did not win his bid for re-election, which means that De Leon will be the last one standing in January. The pressure for him to step down is coming from all over, including President Biden. He was also stripped of his committee assignments. And now black real estate developers behind the $1.6 billion project Angels Landing, that's the skyscraper residential and hotel complex that they want built in time for the 2028 Olympics, are saying that they will not work with De Leon. The project is in his district. The developers say that they've been slow walked by De Leon and then council president Nuri Martinez for over seven months. A New York jury has found Kevin Spacey not liable for battery charges that he picked up actor Anthony Rapp and briefly laid on top of him at a 1986 party. The judge in the case has now formally dismissed this case. Prior to the trial, the judge dismissed Rapp's claims of assault. And then after Rapp's attorneys rested his case, the judge dismissed his claim of intentional infliction of emotional distress. Officials in Arizona have asked the Department of Justice to investigate a case of possible voter intimidation after a group of people followed and filmed a voter in Maricopa County dropping off a ballot at a drop box for the midterm elections. Because you know the old saying, if you can't beat them, bully them out of wanting to play. And while, yes, we don't know specifically which party those intimidators were working for, but um, first of all, don't we? Kind of already. And in case you still don't know, the people filming accused one of the voters of being a mule, which is an apparent reference to the easily debunked claim that Biden's swing state victories came from 2,000 people called mules in the fake documentary 2,000 Mules, who are hired by unnamed nonprofits to conduct ballot trafficking. Which brings me to my favorite segment, because just like when I go to Trader Joe's for bananas, and then the cashier asks me how I'm doing, but doesn't really have time for a long answer because there's a long line, but there's a hint in their eyes that makes me think maybe, just maybe, I want to talk about voting. 
It'll be quick. I promise. The movie 2000 Mules teams up with a group called True of the Vote, which is a Texas-based organization that identifies themselves as an election integrity group. That group is, of course, unnecessary because fraud by voters occurs at such an impossibly low rate that it has never, ever, ever changed the outcome of any election ever. And when I tell you this, I'm telling you this from the research that I have done, the math that I have done. And what am I using as the base for these numbers? The incredibly skewed Heritage Foundation who wants to find fraud by voters. Their website includes any fraud that they can find, including accidental. And knowing that, knowing they want to find fraud, they still have only found 17 cases in 2020. 17! So good for Arizona for asking the Department of Justice to investigate this. May I also suggest they head to Florida next, because Ron DeSantis's racist voter fraud squad has already arrested 20 people who they claim were disqualified from voting after they were convicted of a murder or felony sexual offense. And the problem comes from a few things. In 2018, Florida voters voted overwhelmingly to pass Amendment 4, which restored the right to vote for anyone with a felony record except those with a murder or felony sexual assault charge. So there is some confusion. And then on top of that, these 20 folks were told by election officials that they could vote. One of the videos shows the confusion of these 20 arrests, with one person asking why he was allowed to vote if he actually wasn't, and then later saying he's never seen those charges before. But of course, DeSantis's goal isn't stopping these 20 people from voting. These 20 people are the bonus. The goal is scaring thousands from voting. Florida, Arizona, everyone. These people do not deserve to hold office. They do not deserve our tax dollars as a salary. They don't care about us. Vote them out. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of buttons. In a world of chaos, they're just out there holding us together. But more than that, more than buttons, if you can believe it, I'm proud of you.